Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN, and this is where we hear from the businesses and services available in the Buffalo area. If you'd like to be on the program, send me an email at randy.bushover at intercom.com. Pleased to be joined once again by Dr. Phil Stokes, Executive Director at Penn Dixie. Dr. Stokes, welcome. Good morning, Randy. Thank you for having me again. And let's start off with, again, to remind people who may not have heard the last time you were on, a little bit about the history of Penn Dixie. Uh, so we are a fossil park. Uh, we are the number one fossil park in the U.S., and we earned that ranking because we are very accessible uh, to folks with different mobility issues. Uh, we have trained educators on site who, are, who will help our visitors locate and identify fossils. Uh, and then we allow our visitors to keep all the fossils that they find. Our history is that uh, in the 1960s, we had a cement quarry uh, in, in Hamburg, and uh, basically the quarry uh, company, Pendixie Cement, went out of business. They abandoned the land, and roughly, uh, that was around 1970 or so, roughly 20 years later, a group uh, in the community came together to clean up the quarry uh, and open it for science education. And here we are now in 2018 um, with about 15,000 visitors each year. And why is it that Penn Dixie happens to be the site where you have this treasure trove of fossils. What is it about the lay of the land, so to speak? That's a great question, Randy. So, so geologically speaking, the rocks at Penn Dixie are pretty much the same rocks all through uh, southwestern New York State. Um, unfortunately, most of those rocks are either covered by development, uh, covered by soil in rural areas, uh, or have never been exposed. And so because we were a quarry, that uh, former quarry that stripped all of the soil off uh, and then was never filled back in, uh, we have, I guess, the luxury of, of having those rocks exposed right at the surface. And I know that uh, being an, uh, an Orleans County guy, that Lake Ontario, a lot of people know there's that big ridge up in Akron, which used to be the old lakeshore once upon a time for Lake Ontario. Similarly, similarly with Erie, is that what we find, that uh, further inland you go, there might be a little ridge where Lake Erie was actually a little bit bigger back in the day? Yeah, actually, that's, that's a great observation, and I always think about that when I'm driving out your way, um, you know, driving on this ancient lakeshore that was probably you know, maybe 20,000 years ago, that was where uh, Lake uh, Erie would have been. So, um, so Lake Ontario, Lake Erie both have ancient lakeshores that you can drive along. Um, I believe on the south end of uh, Lake Ontario, it's even called Old Lakeshore Road, um, and it's a noticeable ridge, so you can actually, when you're driving along, you know, if you're going from west to east on your left, you can look down and see sort of where the old beach would have been, and then to your right, it would be up, and then that's sort of where the highlands would have been. Ah, okay. So uh, now we've got that little better cemented in my mind for yeah. when I'm driving around. Uh, as far as when when you guys became a fossil park, you mentioned it was it was uh, in the seventies. The quarry shuts down. About twenty years later, you guys get in there, kind of start doing some ex- excavating. Is that when you discovered that it was such a a place to f- a big find for fossils? Well, that's um, a really interesting question, and it's a little before my time. But from what I gathered, uh, our our place actually was like multi-purpose and not in a legal sense. Um, There were a lot of folks who would come there to party, to shoot guns, to burn cars, 
Uh, and to you know, some people were fishing, fishing and hiking and things, but really, um, we became known as like an illegal dump, where if you had uh, some cans of paint or an old car that you didn't want to deal with any longer, you brought it to the former quarry, you dumped it somewhere and left it. And so um, at the same time all this was going on, there was a group of fossil collectors from around the country somehow had heard that there were tremendous trilobite fossils at uh, the former Pendixie cement quarry. They came out um, whenever they could, kind of snuck in just like everyone else was sneaking in. But instead of partying and and, uh, leaving their old cars, they dug fossils. Ah, gotcha. And I see you brought a uh, very prime example of a, I believe it's a trilobite, right? Did I correctly identify that out in the hall? Absolutely. You nailed it. Uh, so so trilobites, I would say, are not as popular as dinosaurs. Maybe they're number two, um, the favorite uh, you know, extinct animal. Um, but yeah, trilobites are arthropods. They're distantly related to horseshoe crabs. They have segments. They have heads. Uh, which are called cephalon, a uh, middle part, which is a thorax, and a tail, which is called a pagidium, and they have two eyes. Um, and trilobites are notable because they were the uh, first animals to really have uh, complex compound eyes, uh, and that improved vision allowed them to survive and thrive for much, much longer than the dinosaurs were ever around. And these animals lived way before the dinosaurs, too. And what type of rock is it enclosed in, and is that the type of rock you would normally find this particular fossil in? So so trilobites are lived on the ocean floor, and any rock where uh, you have uh, sediments that were deposited in a marine environment, you might find trilobites, as long as it's from the time period when they were around. Ah, and... Uh- Good to bring up this point because you are attempting something with fossils that's a pretty big deal coming up Saturday, August 25th, starting at 9 in the morning. Yeah, so so our big dig uh, is to set the Guinness World Record for world's largest fossil dig at the former P- uh, Pendixie Cement uh, Quarry in Hamburg. Um, we are going to welcome uh, somewhere between 500 and 1,000 guests. Uh, and we're going to meet all of the Guinness requirements. They have quite a few rules, um, including our visitors have to collect fossils for at least 30 minutes using tools. Uh, the fossils have to be verified by a paleontologist. Um, but this is your opportunity to make history, be a part of a Guinness World Record, uh, and keep some cool fossils that you find. And uh, is there a, a number that you have that, that you have to have in terms of people? Yeah, so so the cool thing is um, this is a new record uh, category for Guinness. They created it um, just because we badgered them and said, hey, do you have a record for um, fossil collecting? And they said no. And so um, the minimum is 500. And so we're about 80% of the way there. Um, we expect that um, in the days before the event, we'll probably reach capacity. And so we would encourage anyone who's interested to sign up early uh, so that we could guarantee them a spot. Yeah, and I, I'm just doing the quick math here. So you got 500 for half an hour, which means 250 man hours of work that you have to have because they have to commit to a half an hour of searching. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 quite complex. This is actually our most complicated and challenging event that we've planned yet. And uh, there's there's a lot of moving parts like we calculated. Uh, so everyone gets a shirt, a commemorative shirt, and a fossil collecting bag and some sort of tool. Uh, our staff has to give out one shirt every seven seconds uh, <laughs> once we open on uh, 9 a.m. on Saturday the 25th so we can get everyone through the line uh, quick enough to begin the fossil collecting. And admission is uh, relatively easy, right? Yeah, so so um, you can sign up on our website. We've reduced our admission to $5, thank you to several generous sponsors. Um, and if once you're registered on our website, you're good to go. Um, we probably won't have the ability to accept uh, late arrivals, though, uh, or, or last-minute uh, guests who register. 
Talking with Dr. Phil Stokes, Executive Director of Penn Dixie. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, again, for those who are actually participating in the dig, you get to keep what you find, right? Absolutely. So our guests will be out there um, for at least 30 minutes. And then once the official dig time is over, we're going to allow everyone to go uh, everywhere. We have a 54-acre park. There's a lot of fossils. Um, and anything that you find, our staff will be happy to help you identify. And then you can keep for your own collection. And when you uh, include uh, things like the commemorative shirt, a fossil collecting bag, do you also give them the tools, the actual physical, you know, like chipping tools or whatever you would need or brushing tools to to get in there and find these fossils and uh, make sure you preserve them? Yes. So um, really the most important tool that we find is actually just a garden trowel. And uh, the, the reason is that our rocks are really soft, and pretty much every time it rains, the rocks break apart just a little bit more. And so there's actually a ton of fossils right at the surface, and all you have to do is turn a few stones over, and you'll find something really neat. Now, when you say really neat, uh, and, and nothing wrong with a trilobite, mind you, especially this one because it seems to be like a nearly perfect specimen, uh, what is the, the coolest find that we've had uh, during digs here at Penn Dixie? Well, coolest, we, we have a lot of stuff. Um, just like a modern coral reef has a lot of biodiversity, so did our ancient uh, coral reef at Pendixie. And so we find animals like brachiopods, horn corals. Um, we have a creature called a bryozoan, which looks a lot like a coral. Um, it's an important reef builder, but is actually a different type of animal. We have another creature called a crinoid, which is an echinoderm related to a sea star or an urchin. Um, and then we have a lot of rarer stuff that maybe um, is found once or twice a year by visitors, um, but is really, really exciting. And one of our, our big examples is there's an animal called Dunkleosteus. It was an armored fish called uh, a placoderm. Uh, Devonian period, 380 million years ago, was known as the age of fishes. And Dunkleosteus was a large, very large fish about the size of uh, maybe an SUV. Um, and so this animal had a huge uh, bony plate uh, or a series of bony plates that made up its head. And it, it snapped its mouth shut kind of like, uh, like a mousetrap. Uh, and it was a, a big predator, the apex predator of its time. Um, unfortunately, we don't find many of their fossils because, as you probably know, the animals at the bottom of the food chain are very plentiful. The animals at the top are pretty rare. Um, but Dunkleosteus is uh, probably the coolest fossil that we do find on occasion. And all of these, again, indicative of the fact that you were talking about a watery environment, that which is pretty much why you're going to find what you're going to find here. Yeah, so, so during the Devonian period, Western New York was actually uh, 20 degrees south of the equator. It was warm, tropical waters. Uh, so imagine, you know, you're, you're maybe uh, in the Bahamas or something, um, and uh, so the animals we find would be representative of that ecosystem. Ah, and uh, what else do you have in terms of special events? Not that this one isn't big enough. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, you, you, you want to get people out there for this on Saturday, August 25th at 9 o'clock. Yeah, well, the first Saturday in October, October 6th, we're actually planning something really exciting. Uh, it's our 21st Earth Science Day program. And this year, because Earth Science Day is turning 21, uh, we're going to have wine tasting provided by 10,000 Vines in Hamburg. So our guests are welcome to uh, uh, sample a little bit of wine while they dig for fossils. Um, and the cool thing is because of uh, Erie County, which uh, is a major supporter of Pendixie Fossil Park, um, uh, Erie County Earth Science Day is free to the public. Uh, and, and we want to uh, encourage as many folks to come out if um, you're interested in, in learning more about our organization. And also, uh, many organizations will be there. We have a big exhibitor tent. Um, in previous years, we've had the Buffalo Zoo, Buffalo Museum of Science, 
uh, Reinstein Woods, and, and pretty much any science and nature group you can imagine in the region will be there. Yeah, you mentioned the county, a big supporter, and uh, earlier you mentioned that the $5 admission fee for uh, the big doings on August 25th are because you have uh, people who are big benefactors. How are you guys funded? So about a third of our funds come from uh, local government. Um, there's a, a funding uh, source called Erie County Cultural Funding that funds also uh, like uh, Buffalo Zoo and the Science Museum um, and Albright Knox. Um, and so we're very, very fortunate to be included in that funding stream. Um, and then the rest of our funds are generated by uh, visitor uh, fees, um, by program expenses. We do a lot of school field trips. Um, we do out, uh, out in the community programs. Uh, we do astronomy nights. Um, and then we're very thankful for donations and sponsorships as well. So pending Dixie, a lot of things going on. The Guinness World Records uh, attempt for the world's largest fossil dig on Saturday, August 25th at 9 o'clock. You mentioned in October there's some doings going on. What would be the best way, phone number perhaps, for uh, people to get a hold of you? So our office phone is 716-627-4560. We also recommend our website, pendixie.org, has always the most up-to-date information. And that's pen with two N's. Yes. Dixie standard spelling. I I would assume people know how to spell Dixie by now, but pendixie.org. Yes, yes. All right, perfect. Phil, always a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you so much, Randy. Dr. Phil Stokes, Executive Director of Penn Dixie. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 